Hello and welcome to the podcast. It's Hot Food Hot, the show that puts the go in mango. I'm your host of the podcast, Tyler Burrish with the show to nourish, giving you hot takes on all your hot questions on food and travel. Question coming in from listener Victoria, lovely name there, Victoria. She asks, why wines can be dry? I mean, they're wet to begin with. Like, what does dry wines mean? I was celebrating Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, of course, while I was at a taco shop with my girlfriends, and we were drinking and talking about wines. And I know I like dry wines, but I didn't know how to describe dry wines to them. Well, Victoria, dry wine means that the wine is not sweet. I'm going to break down a wall here real quick. Sometimes things come from tradition, and vocabulary comes from tradition. There's a culture to us continuing to use these words, even if they sound kind of funny. It's because eating food and drinking, well, wine is some of the oldest still-intact things that humans do today. There's an entire language we've created in which to talk about food and beverage culture, So when you hear the word dry, you can think of the opposite of sweet and be good to go. Words do change over time, but the word dry to describe dry wines or, you know, dry drinks is probably here to stay, so we might as well accept it. Hope that helps. Here at the studio, we've received a ton of fan comments from our wonderful listeners. Submissions are coming in as calls on the HFH Studio hotline and DMs and emails and pretty much any other form you could think of that people are getting in touch with us. So what we've decided to do is we're going to host a contest for the month of November. If you submit a comment question, some people are writing what seems like a small essay about a topic. All of that's good. All of that is fair game. We're going to select a listener at random, and we're going to send you a chocolate pecan pie from Michelle's Pies. Michelle's Pies makes those delicious pies that are really nicely done, that a cut above, as they say. Let me remind also our international listeners, you're eligible for this as well. What we'll do is, if uh, depending on where you live, I'll have the pie shipped to me and then repack it and ship it to your location. Or if it makes sense, what we'll do is I'll just have the pie shipped to me And then I'll fly to where you are and personally deliver the pie to you. Now, before any listeners wonder, if you happen to be allergic to nuts, allergic to the uh, pecans, then we'll do something else for you to make sure it works, all right? You deserve the studio prize. You get the prize. Case closed. And let's see. Do we have time? Okay, I'm I'm being told we have time. I want to go through one of these that I really like. This one is the story of bourbon it's written as a short story and i'll just give you the highlights here it's about the angels share the bourbon that evaporates out of the barrels so the story goes on to describe how the bourbon evaporates dissipates and this phrase floats away in the kentucky breeze when you stand in the barrel warehouses what they're called rack houses you can smell the aromas of the caramelly bourbon and uh, overall it's the story of 
the patience a woman or a man must have. If you really want the great stuff, you have to allow for time. If you really want the great stuff, you measure recipes, you record it, because what you're doing in your circle could be the best anyone is doing it in any circle. Part of it is the struggle of letting some of the pretty good stuff, the liquor that's still aging for a minimum of four years and on its way to becoming bourbon, you got to let that evaporate out during those minimum of four years in order to achieve greatness. We'll go through more of these if we have time. This one's about rosé champagne, the bubbly fizzy stuff. This one's about deep green, leafy greens, how it actually makes you feel bright on the inside. I guess that's the nutritional impact it has on one's body. Yeah, so this is the type of stuff we're getting, guys, and it's all fair game. We're also getting funny questions like, what's your favorite beer? <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's fine, too. I'll answer you those directly. Next on the show, we're kicking the tires on rental car companies. Recently, I had rented a car, and when I went to pick up the car, the gentleman behind the counter informed me that they didn't have a car for me. Now, that didn't make sense to me. I mean, I'd placed my reservation months in advance, and in conversations with the guy, I learned that they had a walk-in. Someone came in on the fly, pick your phrase for this, and they ended up giving my reservation to that person that just walked in the door before me. So there I am, seemingly stuck, or, well, I knew I was going to get a car somehow, so... I negotiated with the guy, and what he ended up offering me is the next person's reservation. So there was someone coming in later that day, and I guess they had a car set aside for that person. They gave me that car. So that appeases me and my situation, but what about the next person? So moral of the story is you want to follow processes. You don't want to do something out of the ordinary, that triggers a sort of rat's tail of issues in the rest of the system. There's going to be one-offs, there's going to be anomalies, but do your best to follow the system in a way that makes sense for the business that you run. A trick that I've heard about, I've never tried this myself, and I'm not really sure I can't validate it. Maybe one of our wonderful listeners can test this out and get back to us, but I've heard that the people that work at rental car companies are able to borrow cars from the lot and drive them themselves. So the trick is to ask, hey, what are you driving? And can I have that car? And I've heard that that works. I've not tried it. Again, I'm not sure. I wouldn't lean into that as a solution if you're getting resistance from something like that. But you might try that and see what happens. You see, there's a theme here in hospitality. All of this is centered on one thing. It's taking care of the little details. If you can find actions that will make the guest happy or make the people that make guests happy, make their lives easier, make those people happy, that's it. In other words, my friends, let's put it this way. If you can figure out how to make things easier for your staff, Make it easier for everyone to deliver your guests' happiness. 
to get guests to rave about your product, to get guests to gladly hand you their money. You win the whole thing. When your customer has the best product from you and you make it so that they are happy to pay for the product you deliver, that's the magic. By the way, a lot of these same principles in hospitality can be used in your own life, with your friends, with your family. You see, when it comes to work-life balance, work is sometimes therapy. Sometimes work is the easiest thing to do. It's being a good friend and family member that's hard. Being a supportive spouse or brother or father, sister, mother, grandma, grandpa, handling the real issues, that's the hard part. For the first time in a long time, send the text, make that call, make plans with someone to visit and catch up. Whether that's to unpack the issues, align on life's important topics, then come back to work. Here's what you do. The holidays are coming up, right? You text your sister, hey, did you order a turkey? Want to get together and cook one this year? That's it. See where that leads. Make it easy for your friends and family to be in touch with you. Live a life where you have time to be friendly. Take the time to be friendly. You like what happens. And you know why, right? Because yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift. That's the present, yeah? HFH Hotline, 816-813-2669. International, 1-816-813-2669. That's it for the podcast this week, everyone. Thank you for listening. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Make your products sell like flapjacks. As a matter of fact, start tomorrow morning with a good breakfast of flapjacks. Complete with fresh fruit and two or three eggs, all sunny side up. Thanks for listening. Life is a journey, and we journey together.